So if you go out into a bookstore and you look for books on dogs, you'll find puppy books on for puppies, books on all sorts of other life stages, but there's just hardly anything that's really that good for senior dogs. The resources out there for pet parents of senior dogs just really doesn't exist. The really good resources, even online, it's a struggle to find really good resources. And so that was a struggle that I had when I had when my dog became a senior. And we want to change that for pet parents out there of senior dogs. Hello, hello, people with a dog. This is the With a Dog podcast, a podcast for the modern dog parent. I'm your host, Carly, and I interview veterinarians, trainers, products, and some really awesome fellow pet parents about how you can get the most out of life with a dog. I hope everyone is having a great week so far. It is currently sunny and 75 in Seattle. Summer is going great, except literally right before I was about to sit down and record this, my neighbor called me because she saw on their little like backyard camera that Albus was in their yard. So Albie now knows how to hop the fence to the neighbor's yard. So now all of the options are running through my mind of like, oh God, do we need to get a higher fence? Do we, is there a way to like train him? Do I just need to have him on a really long leash when he's in the yard? I don't know. I just, you know, can't have him wandering the whole neighborhood at his will because he totally would and then he'd be back in time for dinner. So anyway, that's what's happening in my life with the dog over here. But back to today's episode. Today I have Dr. Monica Tarantino, aka the Senior Dog Doc on Instagram, and Dr. Lisa Lippman. Both are leaders in the world of veterinary medicine, especially in relation to senior dogs, but I've brought them on today to talk about a new virtual course they've put together called Senior Dog Thrive. As soon as they started spreading the word they created this course, I immediately contacted them and was like, let's get you on the podcast to talk more about this because I'm so excited. As many of you know, my oldest dog, Lupin, is around 11 years old, and one of my New Year's resolutions for 2021 was to focus more on his senior care. I like to think I already do a good job taking care of him, but I just really wanted to, like, level up a little bit. You know, just think of it in more of a holistic way. It's like, yeah, his blood work looks good, and he gets regular blood work, and yeah, he's on joint medication or, like, joint support, but what else? You know, like what what else can I do to make sure that he lives as long as possible, but also is like comfortable in his senior years? How can I make sure he's thriving in his senior years? So that's why when I heard about this course, I was just like, this is it. This is what I've been looking for. So both Dr. Lisa and Dr. Monica are veterinarians, as I mentioned, but they also both have senior dogs. So they've actually put into practice what they're recommending, and it's more of a lifestyle approach. It's not just, as I said, like, yeah, blood work looks good. Oh, joints are good. Dog's not in pain. Great. And send you on your way like some veterinarians can do, which is not not their fault at all. You know, you only have a 30-minute appointment window, and you're trying to make sure that the dog is medically cared for. But in this course... They are addressing all those other things in the dog's lifestyle. It takes it a step further 
than a normal vet visit. And I would actually argue it probably takes it like 10 steps further than a normal vet visit. And that personally is just what I've been looking for is to kind of, as I said, up level all around the whole lifestyle. What can I, what changes can I make in the house? What can I do as far as supplements and food and exercise and mental stimulation? All of that they cover in this course. I realize it really sounds like I'm advertising this. I promise (laughs) they did not pay me. (laughs) I'm just so excited for it. And I just respect both of them a lot. So that's why I'm hyping this so hard. And, you know, also just to round it out, for me, one of the main missions of this podcast, like one of the reasons I really wanted to start this is I wanted to interview these great guests and give you guys as much knowledge as as possible about dog care. So then you can go out armed with that knowledge and decide what is best for your lifestyle and for your dog. And I feel like Dr. Lisa and Dr. Monica are doing something very similar with that. You know, they're they're giving you this great virtual course. Here you go. Here is all of our knowledge and all of our experience in this course. So you and your senior dog can both thrive in those senior years. So if you're interested in signing up for the course, you'll see me there as well, obviously. But the link is in the bio. The There is a discount for if you pre-ordered right now. So it's like pre-order is opening and it is a pretty significant discount. Or you can sign up when the course actually comes out. But as I said, it's like a little bit more expensive. That discount would go away. So I would pre-order now. That's what I've done. Highly recommend this interview, even if you don't have a senior dog, because I think it's just like a great interview. Both Dr. Lisa and Dr. Monica are really fun and nice. So it was just fun to speak with them in general. And I hope you enjoy. Let's get into it. Well, we have Dr. Lisa and Dr. Monica in the studio, the virtual studio today. Hello, Hello, both of you. Thank you for joining me. Yay. Thanks thanks for for having having us. us. So excited. So I know who you both are. Dr. Monica (laughs) has been on the podcast before. Dr. Lisa, I don't know who hasn't heard of you because I I love all of your (laughs) amazing (laughs) info that you share. She's infamous in the vet world and and beyond. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and and Chloe, of course, your dog Chloe. Chloe, um, right? We're both in we're both in bed, by the way, for this podcast. So just love so it. you guys get a visual. Yeah, love it. <laughs> I, I have my dog Albus in the corner. He, I tried to get him to join me on the couch, and he mm-hmm. refused. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like, not interested in cuddling with me. Yeah, whenever I want my dog to do something really cute, it's like they're resisting. And then whenever you know, there's no phone, there's nothing around. They're the cutest, sweetest things. Exactly. And- Exactly. It's always how it goes. I just got back from a walk and um, I had Albie with me and my other dog Lupin was sitting out in the yard and we have like a beware of dog sign that just like came with the house. And and so it was so funny because he's like this old thing and his like ear is upside down and he like looks at me <laughs> and I was like, this is so there's no reason to be so beware of this dog. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> I was like, it's so cute. I was trying to take a photo and of course he didn't. <laughs> he didn't choose to stay cute. But anyway, as I said, <laughs> I love both of your guys's work and I'm so happy that you guys are working on something together, which we will get to in a minute. Yes. But if we could just briefly introduce both of yourselves to uh, the listeners, kind of like about your dogs, what you do, all of that. Um, Lisa, do you want to kick it off? 
Sure. Yeah, always. Uh, so yeah, I'm Dr. Lisa Lippman. Um, let's see, give you my whole life story. Um, basically, I, I've done a lot of things in veterinary medicine. So I did a like 100 hour work week internship um, at a large specialty hospital. I did emergency veterinary medicine for two years. Then I joined a house call practice where I went very viral with the patient. Um, his name is Samson, but he's known as Catradomus. He was the largest cat in New York. And uh, we did everything from like TMZ, Inside Edition, Good Housekeeping. We had over 80 million views on the Dodo. Like you name it, we did wow. it. Um, and that's when the Instagram kind of started growing and it's something that I've kind of nurtured from there and just become very involved in. And, uh, now I'm doing, so I still have my own house call practice. I still, um, I'm doing mostly telehealth. Uh, so a lot of virtual care and, uh, working with Dr. Monica to create things like the senior dog course and beyond. So that's, that's kind right. of my life story in a nutshell. And medical director of a rescue, correct? Oh, the, thank you. What would I do without Dr. <laughs> I mean, Monica? You have she, so like there's yeah. so keeps, much. You got to hike. She keeps girl. me on task. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I also that's right. I'm I am the medical director of a foster based rescue called uh, Animal Lighthouse Rescue. Uh, we mainly just ship in dogs from Puerto Rico, um, but also we'll help help out like shelters in need here. So. Um, I used to go vet the dogs. Every time we took them off the plane, I would be there. I would do exams on them before they went into their foster homes. But now, um, since COVID, I just sort of direct any medical needs. Um, so a lot of it is still virtual care, but I basically any of their medical needs, they come to me for. Um, and I volunteer my time to do that. So, yeah. yeah. There's Thanks nothing she doesn't do, basically. It's, it sounds <laughs> like do, it. She, yeah, she can do anything. You I still to. find time to be in bed, though, with the dog. It's very important. Just that is, yeah, that's really important. Yeah. Yes, I agree with that. Um, <laughs> really quick question. How does – so is house call veterinary medicine like a, a big thing? Because you're in New York City, right? Yeah, yes. Is that so, like a big thing in the city or is that something that you kind of like invented for yourself a yeah. bit? It's a good question. I always say it's like a really ancient art. I think I was trying to like take and make very new and modern because um, there's so much that we can do with it now. Um, I would say it's actually not as big in the city as you would think. I feel like my friends who are in the suburbs actually are busier, do it more. For me, to be honest, it was actually a pretty difficult business to grow, which has always been a side business for me, but something that I, I really love and I think is so great to be able to, um, you know, go to really get to know my patients and my clients in their own home and their own environment where they're most comfortable. And it was a very, you know, concierge type of service where I could really follow up with them and make sure that they were getting the care that I think that they need and anything that I couldn't do, I would refer them to the best of the best. So, um, yeah, not sure if that okay. answered your question or no, more no, than no, it does. Question, I was just—it was just a curiosity. <laughs> it's more definitely than a thing. I think it's yeah. needed. I think it's needed more. No, I think that really makes sense because you know, like as you said, you get to see the dog in their natural environment, not right. if if they have a lot of stress at the vet office or whatever. Yeah. Then it's just like you're getting a very different dog. Yeah, so that makes a lot of sense. Um. Yeah. One last follow-up question. On your Instagram, it says it says you are like a celebrity <laughs> dog or celebrity veterinarian. What is that? Do you like What does you that have, mean? Yeah, I what don't does that know. mean? Everybody everybody likes it. I kind of hate it on there. Actually, did I take it off? Oh no, I, I kept it on there. Um I think it it can it, it's very up for interpretation. Um, you know, it's uh, <laughs> I I do a ton of media myself, right? So I've been on Dr. Mm -hmm. Oz a bunch. I was on live with Kelly and Ryan. Um 
like I said, when we went super viral with Catra Domus, I've done like almost every known media outlet. Um, but I think more so it's that a lot of my clients and patients are pretty famous. So being in New York and being in this world, um, a lot of my, my patients are pretty Instagram famous. Uh, but uh, also I have a good number of major celebrities uh as my clients okay. as well okay, that, okay. um she's know. she's a celebrity so she is a celebrity <laughs> she, that's what it is she is yeah. a celebrity <laughs> she's the coolest celebrity i know i'm the only one do I you know, know do you know a lot monica yeah <laughs> she loves me <laughs> no but she is totally a celebrity if you just listen to her talk like even just sitting here listening to her talk it's so relaxing she's so articulate she communicates amazingly it's why she keeps getting offers to go on to things like like kelly and ryan like it's why she keeps growing and growing uh, uh you know on instagram so she clearly is celebrity she's literally the best like she's the, the creme of the, the creme so that is yeah. amazing takes one to know one right which is why i i clung dr monica i was like okay you're gonna be my new best friend how often do <laughs> really do you make a best friend at like 30 million years old i mean we're 30 million years old you guys but um but i i mean I'm just obsessed. We same thing. I saw her on Instagram. I was like, "This is a genius niche." Yes. I had a senior. I mean, I love my seniors for sure, and um, it's just it's so genius. So we had her on our podcast. We don't deserve dogs, and uh, I was just like, "Okay, you're gonna I'm gonna figure out a way my, to weasel my way into your <laughs> life now." So that yes, was pretty much that. it. Works. I love it. It works. Well, now here's me trying to weasel my way into both. Of us. <laughs> <laughs> Come on in. There's room. All right. You're so, welcome. Dr. Monica, let's, yeah. I mean, as you have been on the podcast before, so hopefully our listeners are still are familiar with you. Yeah. But just in case we have any new ones since then, um, go ahead and give us like a little brief introduction for yourself as yeah. well. Um, so yeah, I'm Dr. Monica Tarantino and I am a small animal veterinarian and I have basically um, taken a really big interest in the past years in senior dogs, which are really my passion. I currently still work as a small, a full-time small animal veterinarian here in Charlotte, North Carolina. And I also have a podcast called Senior Dog Revolution, which is for pet parents to senior dogs. And it goes through kind of all the things that you might experience the senior dog, all the struggles that might come up. And I talk about that stuff on that podcast. And I also have a website, seniordogrevolution.com, and um, on Instagram, I'm seniordogdoc, and I'm constantly talking about senior dogs. In fact, I can't, I really can't stop. Um, and, I love and, it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, part of the reason, I think I, I think I told this story last time I was on, but one of the big reasons why um, I got so interested in senior dogs was when my soul dog, who was a little Westie named Frodo, when he became a senior dog, we dealt with all of the senior dog issues, arthritis, a tumor showing up that bled internally and we had to do surgery on him. He had back pain. He had hearing loss. He had all of the things that come up that can be scary and that you really need to know how to um, manage as a senior dog pet parent and just watching him kind of go through that process. They actually, I really think they become more lovable as they get older. Like they truly have this certain charm when they get older. Um, and that certainly happened with my dog. And so now, now uh, after having, um, you know, seven years of amazing patients and, uh, and more and, and my own senior dogs, I'm just obsessed with them all. So. Love it. Yes. Yeah. Senior dog. Well, that's how I found you is through your podcast. And cause I was going through the struggle of finding like, or just figuring out care for Lupin as he started getting older. And I, 
I told you this before. I got addicted and like listened to all of it in a yeah. week. And yeah, it was it was great. And Thank you. then I was like, we need to do more regular blood work. And I was we yeah. already do regular <laughs> blood work, but I'm like, we need to go more. And <laughs> so yeah. I love it. And also, Monica, I've noticed since like been following you, I think you're a yeah. secret, maybe not so secret, bookworm like me. Oh yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. I just did like a little blog with all of my summer reading recommendations. So, oh, you did. I think you're gonna like out. some of them. Yeah, yeah. I think so. No. Give us so one. Definitely. Give us one. Um. Well, okay. The last one that Monica and I were talking about was uh, the Hating Game, and there's another one called People yes. We Meet on Vacation. I don't know. Okay, if you've is read that, that one good? Is that one it good? Is. Okay. Yeah, it's not quite as witty as Hating Game, but I think it's still. It's still good. Yeah. So yeah. that's, I mean, it's like easy summer read. It's not, yeah. I am very much all about like happy endings and. Okay. Are you, you know, into. Good sexy scenes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah. The Hating Game is perfect for that. Yeah. That book. Yeah. And they have it coming out as a movie now. So I'm super excited about it. I, know. I can't wait. Yes. Yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah. Um. Anyway. So that was just a little add in for, I'm, I'm trying to hype for all of my listeners. Like, yeah. <laughs> Guys, let's let's start like a book, like a reading club or something. Oh, totally. I'd be I'd be in. <laughs> that has nothing to do with dogs. Just yeah. <laughs> really good books. Um, all right. Okay. We've got through the introductions. Let's go ahead. You mentioned it earlier a little bit, Dr. Lisa, the how you guys met. So did you find each other on Instagram then? Or Yeah, I think uh, I reached out to you, right? You reached out to Which me, but I? I had been following her probably for like two years. I don't know, like a long time. <laughs> As long as I've been on Instagram and, um, and then, yeah, I think she reached out to me. So she's, you know, it's funny just like now that I know, um, Dr. Lisa so well, she's literally one of the best, just, uh, networker. Like she networks nonstop. She like, I'm like, Oh, I wonder about that. She's like, Oh, I know so-and-so and I'll just ask them. And I'm like, how do you know these people? Yeah. So she literally just, I think she's a very natural networker. And so, um, she actually reached out to me. I was too, you know, scared, intimidated to reach out to her, of course, <laughs> but <laughs> so I mean, but she I reached think out to me. Moral of the story. If you slide into the, like, you know, if you follow a celebrity or someone for long enough, maybe they will respond. <laughs> maybe yeah. They will reach out. <laughs> Yeah, you know, actually, yes. that's, I mean, that's sort of my, that's sort of the thing is I think you'd be surprised at how often people reach out. I mean, that was very much how I got into like that whole world. And I also started my house call practice, I would just reach out. I didn't have much, maybe I had a small following at the time. But I then started to just reach out to people with like millions of followers and be like, hey, <laughs> let's do this. Um, and they were like, great. You know, I, it's just something I believed in. Like I know it really didn't exist otherwise. So I just went for it. And then they start referring you and then, you know, it kind of cycles from there. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. Just slide yeah. into the DMs. You just, you yeah. never know. Shoot your yeah. shot. Go <laughs> yeah. for it. I'm going to go DM Henry Cavill right now. And <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So you, Lisa, you slid into Monica's DMs. Monica was like, yes, finally. I love her. And yes. then yeah. <laughs> how did you guys kind of start working together from there? Um, I, I think I asked you to be on my podcast. Yes. And then and then I just didn't realize how much – like I knew I loved what you were doing, but then I didn't realize how much like, I loved – like Monica's just so calm and pleasant. I know she's just – She's just so smart and pleasant to be around. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I just love your energy. And then I realized she's just uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? You're a beast when it comes to getting things done. <laughs> I've never met anybody like her. I mean, we talking, we're talking like 64-page manifesto on senior dogs surrounding the course. <laughs> and I was just like, 
oh, wow, like, let me do this with you. I love this. But she's, you know, been holding yeah. my hand through a lot of it, to be honest. But we're going to take it and uh, <laughs> we're going to run with yeah. it. So it's it's going to be amazing. So what made, what made each of you, like, focus in on senior dogs then? I think having a senior dog probably, right? Yeah. Definitely having a senior dog and, and going through it, like, you know, we've – and we've talked about this before, Lisa, but – there are so if you go out into a bookstore and you look for books on dogs, you'll find puppy books on for puppies, books on all sorts of other life stages. But there's just hardly anything that's really that good for senior dogs. The resources out there for pet parents to senior dogs just really doesn't exist. The really good resources, even online, it's a struggle to find really good resources. And so that was a struggle that I had when I had when my dog became a senior. And we want to change that for pet parents out there of senior dogs. It's once you have a senior dog, they're literally at this point where they, for most of them at least, they've been a piece of your family and a part of your family for years now. They are extremely important to you. And they're about to start into this really challenging set of time where different ailments and diseases will come up for them. And so we really wanted to help create just a sound resource for pet parents that want to give their dog their best and wanted to be be that resource for them. And so um, I think after, I think Lisa, after I went on the podcast with you, we decided to start doing a couple IG lives on senior dogs. And then the more and more we talked about it, the more we were like, God, like we need, we need to help. People need help because people continuously ask us about it. So mm-hmm. people really need help. And we wanted to figure out a way to, to do that. So start talking about it, basically, uh, you know, start talking about the problem that people have. Yeah, definitely. Well, and so speaking of those lives, because there was also Dr. Katie Lawler. Is that the right person? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Was was in a few of those as well, right? And so was that about the care of senior dogs? Or because I've um, spoken with Dr. Katie a couple times, and um, and she's like a – is it psychologist? She's a clinical Sorry. psychologist. She's okay. amazing. We, yes. we're, we're obsessed with her. Um, Dr. Lisa, do you want to uh, talk yeah, about so, our- Yeah. So, so Dr. Katie is, just as you mentioned, she's known as the pet loss psychologist on Instagram. We, I, same thing. I found her Instagram and I was like, you're amazing. And, you know, it ties obviously so closely to senior dogs and senior dog care. And like Dr. Monica talks about a lot on her Instagram, which I don't talk enough about is, you know, things like anticipatory grief with senior dogs. And yes. so- we started talking to her about that idea and same thing. We did um, some IG lives surrounding that idea and the uh, response we got was just phenomenal. Yeah. Like I, I've gotten some pretty crazy responses in my time, but like that was just phenomenal. So th- yeah. after we did our first Instagram live, I was like, you guys, we need to make a business out of this. Like we, we need to, mm-hmm. um, we need to, it just doesn't exist. People really, really want to, really need this resource and thinking about it as veterinarians as well. Like, you know, we've done thousands of euthanasias combined between the two of us and I've not had anywhere, any good resources to send clients to. So Dr. Monica and I and Dr. Katie are actually co-founders of the pet loss community. So the pet loss community is a, um, a community that we host on Patreon where, uh, it's a private Facebook group as well as, uh, monthly support groups or one-on-one support with Dr. Katie. So yeah, so that's our kind of our life story with Dr. Lawler. Yeah. She's amazing yeah. as well. Yeah. And sort of our, our third counterpart, but, um, exactly. but we kind of yeah. take on the senior dog stuff because it's so medical. The medical right. veterinary side of it. That makes sense. Right. What were you going to say, Monica? 
Oh, no, I was going to say the, and kind of just building out what Dr. Lisa said was that when we started doing these IG lives with Dr. Lawler, um, the, like she was saying, like the amount of people that responded was unbelievable. And the amount of people that are hurting out there after they lose their pet, uh, after pet loss was mm-hmm. unreal. Like we were almost in tears many times during these IG lives because people were commenting about losing a pet and how hard it was for them. And for a lot of people, you know, you know, when it gets down to it, many people are closer to their pets than they are to family members. Right. And that's yeah. because they, they pets provide us unconditional love. They're always there for us. They are actually literally physically with you more than most people that you actually even live with <laughs> um, and for longer. And then when you lose them, um, it's, I forgot what it's called. I think it's almost like a hidden grief. Like uh, essentially it's comparable to like miscarriages um, and you know, so mm-hmm. if you, if, as a woman, if you have a miscarriage, a lot of people might be like, okay, well, she didn't even have the baby. So why does it hurt her so much? Or she should get over this faster. She never actually had the, or had the baby full term or whatever it is. And it's just wrong, right? Yeah. Those, that is extremely painful. That woman that may have had a miscarriage is entitled to having however long she needs to, gr- to grieve. And it's the same thing with pet loss. It's kind of like this, and it's, I'm using the wrong term. It's not a hidden grief, but it's a, or a secret grief. It's kind of like this other expectation. Like people expect after you lose a pet that you should just be able to get over it pretty quickly. Well, it wasn't a person. It wasn't like your mom or your dad. Well, mm-hmm. actually, in reality, it's oftentimes people are extremely close to their pets. They are family. Yeah. And so um, really when, when we formed the pet loss community, we want our goal was really two things. Um, and it's, uh, of course, Dr. Lawler, Dr. Lisa, and myself, we had two, two real goals with that. The first goal was to really help reduce the stigma around pet loss. So that stigma that says that it shouldn't hurt that bad. It's just a pet because that's mm-hmm. not true. That's not something we believe in. And then the second thing was really to help provide a community for those pet parents that are hurting and support them in any way that we can, which is why we formed that Patreon community. So we've got the online tier, the group support tier, and we've got the private um, counseling with Dr. Lawler. And so there's really nothing like it out there. Um, But yeah, that's so when Dr. Lisa and I met, we ended up working on multiple projects together because we we just see that there's this huge need. Uh, We've got a lot that we can do to help the pet parents out there. And that's really was our, our goal with it. And this and the pet loss community was one of those things. Yeah, no, I absolutely love that you guys are talking more about this from the anticipatory grief and the pet loss community. And then also just like the veterinary side of senior dog care. Yeah. Um, and because I definitely have been experiencing that and I didn't have a name for it, the anticipatory grief. I mean, right. I we had did this whole episode about why I got a second dog and um and how we went about it and and all of that. And honestly, one of the reasons was because I was like so anxious and fearful about losing my older dog Lupin. It was also happened to be, you know, a good right. a good time in our life and all of that. But it was just it. There was this undercurrent of anxiety, and there still is, you know, all the time. I just look at him and I'm like, I love you yeah. so much. But yeah. also, like, I was like, I just need to yeah. stare at you forever because <laughs> yeah. one day I won't be able to. And and so I definitely think that. That's very much needed. And I think you defined it really well of the, as as you said, maybe there's a different word for it, the hidden grief, but it is, it is definitely, you know, people, people expect you to just get on with your life very yeah. easily. And, um, and as you said, they're, they're such a big part of our life as in just the day to day routine, you know, you get up feed the dogs potty and then you do all the stuff like for yourself. Yeah. And yeah. once that routine is, is no longer there, it's just like, 
oh my gosh, like this is a huge life shift as well. So Absolutely. I'm so happy you guys are, are doing that. And um, I'm hoping to have uh, Dr. Katie on soon as well in a little bit. Um, yeah. And so I'm telling everyone right now, there will be a pet loss episode. <laughs> Do not avoid it. I know you want to avoid your feelings, everyone. I'm preparing you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the listeners there. Yeah. You, you need to still address your your emotions and your mental health. Um, okay. So going back, though, to the Senior Dog Thrive course. So we've kind of alluded to it so far, but you guys are working together on this. Can you just share with the listeners like what what is the senior dog thrive course <laughs> yeah go ahead you do you take it <laughs> okay so um the senior dog thrive course is something that we came up with to really help pet parents um learn about how to provide your senior pet with its best golden years and also how to set them up to really age well and if you go online there's so much confusing resources out there there's so much marketing there's so much bad information to be honest and we wanted to really provide a really clear kind of science-based recommendations for senior dog pet parents and so the best way that we knew to do that was to actually create an online course for pet parents so um, it's really for those pet parents that have a dog anywhere between age six honestly to 18 it doesn't matter um, you need to start thinking about them as they go at, at age six. You need to start thinking about what's about to come set set in for them. So mm-hmm. the earlier you start, the better. But it really it really does address all of the concerns from a dog that's six years old to a dog that's eighteen years old. And um, it's we really wanted to offer pet parents kind of this transformation from I think I'm doing the right thing for my senior dog, or I I, I want to give them the best to like feeling confident that like no, I'm aware of all the senior dog issues. I'm aware of what my dog is going to face. I know what to look out for, and I'm I'm set up to set them up for their happiest last years, months, whatever it is that you have left with them. And that's what our course really does. Um, we have all sorts of really cool things in there. It's actually um, based off of, of a Thrive method of care and um, that we, we made. And we have, I mean, like Dr. Lisa has so many cool sections in there. Like she covers anything from uh, we cover anything from diets and senior dogs to supplements and senior dogs to um, to chronic pain in senior dogs and what to look out for. There's just so much that we cover in there, and it's been vaccines, a really vaccines, uh, quality yeah. of life, chronic pain, yeah, all of it. Right, all of it. Love it. <clears throat> okay, and so is it in? Is it what's the format? So it's like an online course, as in like you take classes, like you like tune in, or is it like a guidebook or? Yeah. Um, so all it's an it. online, co- yeah, all of it, <laughs> right. right? Basically. So, um, it's, it consists of five different modules in, in the course and we take, um, them through, through the introduction of how, how senior dogs are different or the, the kind of things that you need to start looking out for in senior dogs to what you should be doing at the veterinarian's office and at home as far as diets and supplements and vaccines go with them to, um, uh, to at-home care, like things that you should be doing actually physically in your house because your senior dogs and your dogs, they literally spend 80% of their lives there, right? I mean, like yeah. most of their lives are there, yet we have dogs coming in the clinic getting injured at home all the time, <laughs> slipping on hardwood floors, like mm-hmm. constantly going up and down stairs when they really shouldn't be. And so we talk about all the things that you want to do to really set your senior dog up um, for uh, having a comfortable life at home. And then we go through common diseases that you may see in your senior dog. And then lastly, we talk about quality of life and end of life decisions, which is a really big, big part. And it doesn't matter. Like we said, like if your dog six years old or 18 years old, 
you you need to start um, learning about this and, and thinking about this stuff now. And we we uh, talk about it all in this course. And so it's uh, it's roughly it's going to be like a, a four a four to five week course if you if you spend like an hour every week on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and we are it actually launches this month. We'll only have it out for a short period of time, so um, and offering it to to a certain number of people. So once we actually launch it, if you guys are available, you should sign up for it because we're not sure when we'll launch it again. Uh, but it, there's there's literally nothing like this out there. You can find nothing like this out there. Yeah, um, Dr. Lisa and I put in hundreds of hours into creating this to trying to figure out how to make it as valuable as possible and share our behind the scenes secrets with pet parents on how to really uh, promote the health and happiness of your dog. That's amazing. I'm so happy that there's people out there like both of you that are that are looking into this and and providing resources for people too. Because even though you're both veterinarians, you know, you could have only spread this to like your own clients or, you know, or like, you know, implied it or uh, applied it to your own self and your own senior dogs. So I'm so happy that there's going to be a resource like this out there. And I really like what you said about changes within the home, because I think that's something that's going to be really valuable. I'm going down to my parents just bought a retirement home in Lake Tahoe, and I'm very excited. So I'm treating it like my own vacation home. And <laughs> and so I'm going down there with the dogs. And I was like, oh, shoot, like, are you know, it's all hardwood. What are they? What is my dog Lupin gonna need? He's all leggy and unstable a little yeah. bit, you know. And so I'm like, do I need to get those little sticky paw pads, or do I need to get? You know, I'm right. calling my mom. Like, do you have enough rugs? Like, should I yeah. bring some down? And she's like, what? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I was just gonna say that's where we tell you our favorite things. You know, like I think I think in my experience, I run like the sticky paw pads just don't work all that amazingly well. We typically recommend like the Dr. Busby's toe grips or yoga mats work really well. You can cut them up. You can put them everywhere. They're super like nonstick, especially around um, like food bowls where they can like get wet and slip pretty easily and fall and things like that. So yes, all of those things are, you know, things that we we will tell you like our favorite products and there's so much more. I mean, that's just Mm -hmm. touching. That's just like the tip of the iceberg, but there's so much more actual, like useful, valuable information and you can take and leave what you want from it. So yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that's so great. And I agree with what you're saying, you know, anyone with dogs who are like even six years old or, you know, to 18, I would definitely recommend to all listeners, like start now, take the course now, even if your dog isn't showing like any obvious senior signs, because it is so hard to one day realize and be like, Oh, my dog's really old. Like, what do I do? And and then you're trying to do everything at once. And it's a lot of money. And it's a lot of research. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So that, that was my experience with Lupin. I was like, Oh, my God, all of a sudden, like it happens right underneath your nose, you know, and we don't want to see it. Like we don't want to right. see our dog getting older. So we're like, no, they're still bouncy. Like they're fine. But yeah. the truth is that there's changes happening underneath their skin and under- underneath the surface. And you've you've got to be aware of it if you're going to try to get ahead of it as best as possible. Like Becca, my um, 16 and a half year old Labrador mix, she's ancient, right? And she's got really bad hips. She's she's Her mobility has been slowly going now. But what we did for her back when we first got her, when we adopted her, she's age 10. The things that we did for her then are why she is how she is still now at 16 and a half. And granted, her mobility has really progressed 
quite a bit at this age, but you know, we could have been seeing the same ability that we're seeing today at age 14 if we hadn't been taking care of our joints and taking care of her mm-hmm. the same way that we really um, have been. So, yeah, no, and I've been really wanting to start fostering more senior dogs lately because I'm I'm just like not a puppy person. Sorry to everyone out there. I just, I, they're cute. They're cute. They're a lot of work, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love my old dogs. And so I really want to start fostering more older dogs. And we have a great organization here in the Pacific Northwest called Old Dog Haven. And yeah. they've been on the podcast and I really uh, support them. And I want to actually do that. But I kind of want to take this course first so I could be like, okay, I'm ready to take on yeah. all of the senior dogs, all yeah. of the, the little ones, the big ones, the whole gambit. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. If you, if you plan on fostering senior dogs, or you have any sort of role in that, you, like this course is an essential. It really is an essential. Yeah. I really believe that it's going to, all the things that you thought, you know, like to be honest, we learned so much because we poured through, um, journal articles. We, Lisa and I have been like hashing out our tips and our tricks and what we've seen that has worked in practice. Like we've really just poured through all of it together to really come up with what we teach you guys in this course, mm-hmm. um, to make it as easy as possible for pet parents to give that, that dog that means so much to them and set them up for their best life. So it's, it's a must, it is a must take. And, and, and like I said, we'll be offering it shortly here in August. Um, so if you follow either of us on social media, and Carly will let you know as soon as everything happens to um, for when the course the doors open, get get a spot, like get in, the, slide in the doors. Um, okay, so yeah. yeah, where do they go? Do they go to your website or? Where do yeah. where do people go to sign up? Where do I so, go? Maybe. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so to sign up, you'll if you go to seniordogrevolution.com, we'll have our you will for sure see where we're at kind of in the cycle um, for for getting it. We also have um, a website called happyolddog.com. And once we're gonna offer a wait list there for a short period of time. And if it's that time when this, this comes out that the wait list is available, you can click on there and just sign up for, your, for our emails and, and get in. But otherwise, just go to the, our website, seniordogrevolution.com. Um, it'll click right there, like the course button on there, and it'll tell you exactly what to do to, to help sign up for it or sign up for it and get in there. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Mm. Well, thank you so much for both of you. Yeah. Everyone go sign up for the course. And also, <laughs> I can just plug the um, the Senior Dog Revolution website. You have so many great blog posts on there, yes. just in general, that I've, of course, read. And <laughs> so, so all of that is great. And then Dr. Lisa has an amazing podcast called We Don't Deserve Dogs. And I love that podcast. The guests <laughs> that you guys have, have on are great. And you and Richie are hilarious. So <laughs> it's very... I, I love listening to it so much. So mm-hmm. it's I'm so happy. It was really a dream to have both of you on to talk about this. Um, yeah. Go ahead and plug where everyone can follow or connect with you. Yeah, I am just at Dr. Lisa Lippman, D-R-L-I-S-A-L-I-P as in Peter M-A-N. Um, pretty much all my links are, are there. So come find me. Yeah. Talk to me. Say hi. And I'm at Perfect. Senior Dog Doc um, at, on Instagram. And so you can follow me there. Perfect. All right. And then for everyone listening, you can find us at With the Dog Podcast on Instagram. And we have new episodes every Wednesday. So we'll see you next week. Great. Thanks for having us. All content on With the Dog Podcast is for informational purposes only and should not replace professional advice, treatment, or diagnosis by a certified veterinarian, trainer, or behaviorist.